0: Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural!
1: Welcome, welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. We've been had. We've been robbed. It's been stolen from us. If you only knew the power of the blood of Jesus, if you only knew how much power you have. Well let me tell you something, the greatest revival to ever hit America and parts of the world Azusa Street Revival, they knew the power behind the blood of Jesus, and you're about ready to know it, if you want to. (laughs) Well, uh, Billy, I met you many years ago. I went to a Kenneth Hagin meeting, and I just happened to sit next to you. How many years ago was that?
2: It had to be 30 or 35, Sid, I, I was thinking about it.
1: Yeah, I I think so. Now here's the story on Billy. She was an editor for a decade for uh, Dr. Kenneth Hagen Sr. Uh, and she was working on a book. I think it was called The Woman Question. She read the book and found out, huh, a
2: woman can be in ministry. I knew I was called to preach from three years old and I'd been brought up in a denomination that said women could not preach. And so then when I went to work for Brother Hagin, actually I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit through his ministry and then came to work for him. Uh, My first book that I did was The Woman Question. And one day I was sitting in this room and I was typing it and a presence came into the room. I don't know if it was an angel or if it was Jesus, but it was a presence of the Lord because I bent over my typewriter and I cried. And I said, Oh, Lord, do you mean I can answer answer the call call on my life and not get in trouble at the judgment seat of God? That's always been what I was afraid of. And then this voice says to me, this presence, really, yes, and one day you will leave here. But now this is your Bible school. You don't know anything. And I'd been born again 20 years. I was 28 (laughs) years old. But I didn't know enough. I needed to go to that Bible school and sit under Brother Hagin. And uh, then when it came, ten years later, the Lord talked to both Brother Hagan and to me about my going out into full-time ministry, and Brother Hagan ordained me.
1: Now uh, you were told of the increase of the supernatural against believers that was coming on planet Earth and the importance of the blood of Jesus. Tell me about that.
2: Well uh, actually, I began to have visions. Uh, I was teaching a Sunday school class at the time and I had visions of the fall. I had visions of how man was crowned with glory and how he fell from the glory. And when I had that vision and saw that one, I was so overcome. But the Lord revived me with the scripture ticker tape going into me, but the captain of your salvation is bringing many sons to glory. And then I saw we're going to be a glorious church without a spot or a wrinkle. And I knew about this great move of God that was coming right at the end. And I was looking for it. I expected it any day. And I saw something else. I saw things happening in the body of Christ. Of course Satan trying to stop that move of glory. I saw brothers who'd preached the same message splitting. I saw inexplicable deaths. So I'm going to God. God, what's happening? I'm seeing this, I'm seeing that. I'm looking for the glory. I'm seeing this, I'm seeing that." And he said, you preach on end time things, do you not? When God talks to you and asks you questions, you're kind of in a corner. You almost want to say, what do you think, you know, I mean like that. (laughs) He said, what did I tell you would be happening in the end? And I knew where to look. Revelation chapter 12, and the devil has come down to you with great wrath, Because he sees his time is coming. That's fixed time. There's a time when he's going to be out of here when Adam's lease is Mm -hmm. up. And then the Lord said to me, back up a verse. I backed up a verse. And they overcame him with the blood of the Lamb and with the word of their testimony, and loved not their life to the death. Then came this insatiable need in me to find out about the blood, the blood of the Lamb. And I started reading, I read in Brother Hagin's book where he said, everything we have is on the basis of the blood, the blood of the covenant, the shed blood of Jesus.
1: There was a term, pleading the blood. Plead the blood. That's right.
2: What does that mean? Well I didn't know for a while until I read (laughs) in here in Brother Hagin's book and studied And he said, the old timers knew secrets about the blood that we don't know. And he said they would plead the blood. He said, that is scriptural. And he said, the way I say it is, in the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus. Well I had to know what the old timers knew. And so I'm finding out about the blood of Jesus. I'm reading about the blood of Jesus. And those old timers around that, oh, that revival you talked about, Azusa, <laughs> they heard this phrase, make much of the blood and the blood will make much of you. So they made much of the blood. The songs we have, songs came with that move of God. Songs come with moves of God. And the songs that came with that word were, there's power in the blood. Huh. What will wash away your sins? Nothing but the blood. And another one, under the blood, the precious blood, under the saving, hence, cleansing flood. My Savior keeps me this very day under the precious blood. Wait, do-
1: would you say how out loud, How you plead the blood of Jesus. Give me an example. What do you you say?
2: Well I'm going to have to move over into that realm of authority too, right now. Because the blood has to do with authority. The authority of the believer. Mm -hmm. I want you
1: to plead the blood in combat against the enemy.
2: All right. I'll just tell you. All right. I'll do it right now. Here's what I do. All right. And first I pray the prayer in Ephesians, which tells me I'm seated up there. And then I say, oh, Father, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful to you for this seat you've given me here. And you told me to rule and reign over darkness. And you told me in Colossians that you've translated me out of the authority of darkness. So now, Father, for your glory, I'm going to turn to the darkness. I do this every morning, first thing. And I say, kingdom of darkness, you listen up. It is written that I've been translated out of your authority. It is written that I'm seated in the, at the right hand of the Father, the seat of power of all creation. It is written that I'm to rule and reign over you. And here's how I'm ruling and reigning over you right now. I plead the blood of Jesus between you and me. I plead the blood of Jesus over my spirit, soul, and body. I plead the blood of Jesus over my four children. I name them. Their mates, I name them. I plead the blood of Jesus over my ten grandchildren, their mates. I plead the blood of Jesus over my three great-grandchildren, two unborn. Don't you touch them today. They're off limits to you. I'm ruling and reigning over you. I'm ruling and reigning over all the good works that God has ordained that I should walk in, Prayer Mountain in the Ozarks and the church in Collinsville and everything, I name it. You don't, you're not striking Branson, Missouri where I live. You're not having any terrorist activity come to pass today here. You're not doing it in Oklahoma and Collinsville. You're not doing it. And I name all the places Mm -hmm. he's not doing it. You're not touching my partners. You're not touching our monies. And I rule and reign over him each day in the morning. And then when I go to bed at night, I cry out for the blood of Jesus to be upon me.
1: You know what? I want to find out how a lifetime of praying this type of prayer Has affected her, her children, and her grandchildren. Would you like to find that out when we come back?
3: If you love watching our It's Supernatural TV program, you can now watch hundreds of archive programs online. 24 hours a day, seven days a week on your computer, your smartphone, your iPad, or your favorite tablet. In addition to archive programs, you'll be able to also watch special ministry and mentoring sessions taped at our It's Supernatural Media and Mentoring Center in Charlotte, North Carolina with the best teachers in the various gifts of the Holy Spirit. You will also be able to enter into the presence of God through anointed worship and special soaking prayer sessions. Just log on to SidRoth.org forward slash ISN.
1: ISN will be the vehicle to equip you to being normal, normal as defined by the Bible. You will be taught and receive impartation to walk in the supernatural of God like never before.
3: That's SidRoth.org forward slash ISN.
0: We now return to it's supernatural.
1: Now, yeah, Billy, you talk about drawing a bloodline. Mm-hmm. Uh, this again, is what they used to teach at the mm-hmm. Great Azusa Street mm-hmm. Revival. What does that mean and 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 how do you do it?
2: Well, uh, this story was told to me by Don Gossett. Maybe you knew him. And he knew of a brother Stevenson who had gone up into Canada and was doing, this was years ago, and was doing some meetings and they were really hitting the devil hard. So the devil started telling to Brother Stevenson, I'm going to kill your children while you're away. And Brother Stevenson said, oh no, you're not. He left his children in the care of their grandparents. And the devil said to him, you saw foxes on your land before you left. I have placed rabies on them and they're going to kill your children. Hmm. So, Brother Stevens and his wife and the no, pastors no, there, the they, they grabbed we're hands not and not they not drew not a hurt. bloodline around no, his property. A few. Days, weeks later, he got a, a letter. It was before, you know, when we had cell phones and when we would even didn't make long distance calls that much. He got a letter from his brother, and his brother said, I was out walking your property line and I found five dead foxes. I sent them off and they were rabied. So they drew a bloodline. And the foxes didn't cross it, because the enemy had told him, I put the rabies on it. But, so
1: but if the bloodline hadn't been there, those foxes with rabies would have yes. gone in. That bloodline sounds seven. pretty good to me. Oh, oh,
2: oh I'm telling you, that <laughs> bloodline. The biblical, uh, the biblical basis for this is the Passover. The Bible says the destroyer came. And it says in Hebrews that uh, Moses sprinkled with the blood, lest the destroyer come against them. So it's the destroying death angel that came to Pharaoh and killed the firstborn. But what did they do? He told them, you slay a lamb. You put the blood as a token. Tokens are to be seen as a token on the lentil and the blood and the post. And then this death angel will pass over the blood. It can't come into you. That's a bloodline. Now what did you have to do? You, you had to believe that that line was there on the doorpost, but you couldn't just believe it and, and go out in where you wanted to go. You had to get behind that bloodline. You had to take you and your family behind that bloodline. So that's what I do with me and my family. I take us behind the bloodline. So we apply the blood by pleading the blood as a token to be seen. And I can guarantee you that the enemy knows me. He said, Jesus I know and Paul I know. But who are you, he said to the seven sons of Sceva. But he knows me. He would mark me. I'm telling you right now. He, wouldn't, he doesn't like teaching authority of the believer.
1: Okay, hey, here's what I'd like to know. You have understood this. You have pleaded the blood. You have spoken. You've made much of the blood. Yes, I have. How how, how many children and grandchildren do you have? I
2: have uh, four children. I have ten grandchildren, three great-grandchildren, two on the way, and of my, all of my children are in the ministry. And eight of ten grandchildren are in the ministry. I'll tell you what.
1: I believe because you knew how to plead the blood, because you knew how to put the bloodline on, because you knew how to pray from that seat of authority at the right hand of God the Father, God has so, you are one wealthy woman, not with money, but with family. There is nothing wealthier. Don't go away.
0: We'll be right back to It's Supernatural.
1: I'm really upset because the devil has dumbed down our greatest weapons, the blood, the glory, the authority, and so I wanted someone To teach on this area, and I got a hold of Billy Brim's book, The Blood and the Glory. Uh, And uh, I've known about the blood of Jesus and the power for so long, but I have to confess, I stopped using it. But I also have to confess, after reading her book, and the three CD set, The Authority of the Believer and How to Use It, and the brand new mini book, The Authority of the Believer and How to Use It. I mean that the nuggets you have in there. Why did you write this book? Why do you love to teach on the blood? Why do you love to teach on the authority?
2: Well I was working for Dr. Kenneth E. Hagen, and I, the book is named The Blood and the Glory. And the Lord told to Brother Hagen, you, it would do you good to look up every scripture on the word glory in the Bible." And he did. And he started reading them and the glory would appear like a cloud. Amazing things would happen. So I thought, well, if it would behoove him uh, to study on the glory, it would behoove me. So I looked up all those scriptures and I saw that we're going to be a glorious church, not a downtrodden church, but Ephesians 5, 27, a glorious church that Jesus returns for. So I'm looking for the glory, always looking for a great revival that I would heard prophesied. And I started seeing inexplicable things, things happening to believers. Uh, one night, for instance, just before a big conference, uh, a couple who worked for that ministry and they were entertaining uh, foreign guests as they delivered the guests to the hotel. A drunk driver came from nowhere, killed the young wife and the baby that she carried. And I saw all these inexplicable things. And I said, what is this? What is this? And so uh, then about that time, uh, I read a statement in Brother Hagen's book, The Triumphant Church, Everything we have is based on the blood, the shed blood of Jesus Christ, our covenant, our protection. And he said, the old timers used to plead the blood. They knew things about the blood we don't know. So I wanted to know what the old timers knew about pleading the blood. And I found out reading after one of those old timers, Mrs. C. Newsom, she talked about using the blood, pleading the blood. And it's not a begging thing. Later on in my study, I found out that it is a, a legal term. It's the Hebrew word or riev, e v rev And it means uh, to plead a court case. So the only plea that we have is the blood of Jesus Christ. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. You're testifying to what the blood will do. So I learned from one of the old timers, Mrs. Newsom, a uh, Um, missionary. She said, I get up in the morning and I sprinkle the blood. I plead the blood over my life for the day. She had seen such amazing results. And then I got my answer. How do these things happen to people? And she was quoting in Peter and it said, be vigilant, be watchful, watch all the time for your adversary, the devil goeth about seeking whom he may devour. And she talked about how the blood stops him. The bloodline stops him. I found out that there's a bloodline that always stops the enemy. It was introduced to us at the first Passover. They put the blood on the doorpost and the the lentils. And the death angel came. The Bible crossed at the destroyer. All men really had sinned when Adam sinned and deserved judgment. But God removed his hand just a little and, and he to let the destroyer come. All men deserve death. And he let the destroyer come, but he protected the children of Israel with the blood. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. Rahab drew a bloodline, and it was with a red cord that saved her and saved all of her uh, possessions and peoples. And I learned to say how Brother Hagin said, in the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus. I get up in the morning and I apply the blood to myself, my day, my family, everything. How, how has
1: it affected you and your children and even your grandchildren knowing these, the mystery, the blood and the authority?
2: It delivers you from fear. In this age, fear is such a thing among the people, even the people of God. They're afraid of the future, afraid they'll have nothing to eat, afraid this, afraid that. When you know and, and, and terrorism is about our authority is over Satan it's not over people it's over demons and Satan and when you know that you can stop him and anything that's satanically driven like a like an attack a terrorist attack, anything that Satan has to do with and he's after us all he's the enemy of God he not so, doesn't so much hate you but he he's he's fighting right now for his very existence and it says he knows the time is short in the twelfth chapter of um Revelation, but they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. My grandchildren know that they can, you know what I do when I get in my car? I say, in the name of Jesus, I've done this for 40 years. In the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus, bumper to bumper, side to side, top to bottom, every part working and unworking. No one or no thing will touch my car and I will bump no one or no thing. I put the blood of Jesus over airplanes I fly in. And I say, like Jesus said, we'll pass over to the other side. This plane will pass over to the other side and then pass back home. I have zero fear. My grandchildren can live without fear. We can live in this day when terrorism is, is, is rampant. All kinds of things, fighting, fussing, sickness, this and that are rampant. If it's driven by Satan, you can stop it because he has to stop at the bloodline.
1: You, you told me that your family all served the Lord, they're in ministry, your grandchildren. I met, I met your son. I met your granddaughter. I don't think they would be where they are today if they didn't have a mother and grandmother that understood the secrets of the authority. In fact, you talk about every morning you go to a seat. I go to a seat. Briefly tell me what you, why you're going there. Why is it important to go there versus just being in your home?
2: Well, this has to do with authority. And our Lord said to us in Romans five seventeen. those who have received abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in this life. Now, he had already said, if death through one man came, how much more shall those who receive grace and the abundance, abundance of grace and righteousness reign in this life through one Jesus Christ. The Amplified says, reign as kings in life. So who am I going to reign over, people? No. Who am I going to reign over? Demons. And so uh, I, particularly when I read a book, uh, The Authority of the Believer, one by Brother Hagin, one by someone else, I found that I could sit in the morning and reign in the Hebrew and in the Greek. The same word for chair is uh, the same word for throne. And so I get up in my chair in the mornings. I sit in my prayer chair and I pray the prayer in Ephesians 1, 17 down through to uh, 6, where God raised Jesus from the dead. And he seated him at his own right hand at the throne of God. But when he raised him, he raised me. It is written, when He quickened Jesus, He quickened. When He quickened the head, He quickened the body. When He raised the head, He raised the body. When He seated the head, He seated the body. So I sit there in the morning. I'm seated, really, at the right hand of the Father. But in my prayer chair, I pray the prayer, Ephesians 1:17 through uh, chapter 2, verse 6. And then when I finish thanking God for that wonderful place he's given me at the right hand of the Father, then I say to him, Lord, you told me to rule and reign. I'm turning now to the kingdom of darkness. And then I say, kingdom of darkness, you listen up. It is written in Colossians that God has delivered me out of the authority of darkness and told me to rule and reign over you. Now, I'm ruling and reigning over you today. You're not going to touch me, spirit, soul, and body. I plead the blood on me. I plead the blood of Jesus on my four children, their mates. I plead the blood of Jesus on my ten grandchildren, their mates, on my three great-grandchildren and the two on the way. I plead the blood of Jesus over the good works that God has ordained that I should walk in. You will not have anything to do in our houses, our lands, our uh, places of operation, Branson, Missouri, Israel, uh, Oklahoma, And I settle it with Satan. You don't touch these things today. I have ruled and reigned over him.
1: You know what I love about the book and the three CD set uh, and the new booklet of, it's a mini booklet on on nuggets of the authority of the believer and how to use it is I never realized how important the blood of Jesus was with the great Azusa Street Revival and Billy quotes people of how they applied the blood and what a difference it made. Where we are in history right now, there are more demons released, I think, than ever before in history, more angels too, and the angels react on what comes out of your mouth, and the demons react on what comes out of your mouth, and you will for the first time get, and it's, you see, Ken Hagen had a unique revelation on the authority of the believer. Well Billy Brim has built on his shoulders, Yes. and she does, she's a historian, so she's done the research of, of what the people from the Azusa Street understood about the blood. It's been missing, but it's back. Not only is it back, when you get this material, you're going to be back. It is time for you to learn how to use the blood of Jesus and walk in the supernatural authority as a believer. Call now for Dr. Billy Brim's book, The Blood and the Glory, and her three CD set, The Authority of the Believer. In addition, you will receive Dr. Billy Brim's brand new mini booklet, Authority of the Believer and How to Use It, for an investment of $39 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at SidRoth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Dr. Billy Brim's book, The Blood and the Glory, and her three-CD set, The Authority of the Believer, along with her brand-new mini-book, Authority of the Believer. Offer number 9399 9, 9, for an investment of 39 U.S. dollars. Be sure to ask for offer number 9399. Once again, that's offer number Nine three nine nine.
0: We now return to It's Supernatural.
1: People today are so fearful. They're fearful of the political arena. They're fearful of terrorism. They're fearful of disease. They're fearful of the economy. Uh, and not only are they fearful, many are so beat up. Why, Billy?
2: Well, of course, we have an enemy. He's God's enemy. He hates God, he hates mankind, and he especially hates believers. And uh, he is called in the Bible a terrorist. Hmm. And the terrorism that is going around right now is frightening people, scaring people. But you do not have to be afraid. God just really got on to the children of Israel about about being fearful, and he said, you've forgotten me, and here you have made alliances with these others. The reason that fear was so wrong for the children of Israel was that it showed forgetfulness of God. Whatever you are afraid of, that's bigger to you than God in that instance. Let's say you're afraid of heights. Well, I love the Lord. I trust Him in everything, but I'm afraid of heights. Well, then heights somehow are bigger than God, So
1: you don't have to be. So this is idolatry in a sense.
2: Yes, it is. And you you don't forget God. You don't say, well, you know, I, I have to depend on myself to make sure that I've got enough money, that I've got enough food, that I've got enough this and that. You cannot forget God. Now you cannot forget God and magnify. Whatever you magnify is going to be magnified.
1: You know, I'm in favor of doctors. But I think most Christians forget God when they get sick. They do. They forget d- God. They, they just go naturally. It's, it's, it's like automatic pilot. I'm going to a doctor. And, I, and don't misunderstand me. I'm for sure, doctors. Sure. A lot of people be, people be dead without doctors. But where's God in the equation? <clears throat> it's so important for believers not to forget their most powerful weapon. Yes. Of pleading the blood, yes. I would like you to pray the blood of Jesus is over every family, over every home, over every community of those that are watching right now. Ah. I, and, and, and you know, there's another thought because you brought it up and that is most Christians think their enemy is flesh and blood. I want you yeah. to comment on that. Well what is it's, it it's not their husband or their wife or their children or the boss.
2: What does the Bible say? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, might and dominion. Well that's in the sixth chapter of Ephesians, but you're seated far above them. So when, when a, a situation behind it is Satan, and Brother Hagin used this example. He said, a pastor in a church, he was pastoring a church. And this trouble comes Deacon Brown over here. He stirred up trouble all around. But Brother Hagin senses that's not just Deacon Brown, something's behind it. So, at a time back in his parsonage, he meditates on the name of Jesus. He meditates in Philippians on the power in that name. And then, when he senses the anointing from his living room, he says, Satan in the name of Jesus. You evil spirits that are working down through Deacon Brown, I bind you. Heaven binds you. You will act through him no more. Cease and desist in your maneuvers against this church through Deacon Brown. Next time he sees Deacon Brown, all is well.
1: Now I want you to pray for the people right now that Their real enemy will be bound. (laughs) The blood of Jesus, the bloodline is over them, over their family, and over their home.
2: Right now, Heavenly Father, there are people in the studio audience. There are people there watching through the wonders of television in this age. If they're making contact with us, eye contact in some way, then I put them in the realm of this prayer. Oh, and you're so big. You're so powerful. And that's not too many for you. And so in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, how I do praise you. That when you quickened Jesus and made him alive, you made me alive. And when you raised him, you raised me. When you seated him, you seated me. You told me to rule and reign over him. So I'm doing it right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I draw a bloodline around every human who has a point of contact with me right now. Satan, cease and desist in your maneuvers. Let that woman's mind go in the name above every name. Alcohol demon, in the name of Jesus, you come out of that man and you come out of him right now. Fred, you are free in Jesus' name. Peace, I speak peace. Father, help them feel your peace. God of all comfort. Ah, there's a woman and you lost your child. And it's all right to grieve a while, but it's been too long. And a spirit of grief is trying to get a hold of you. You spirit of grief in the name of Jesus, I demand you let her go. Go right now. And Lord God of all comfort, I'm asking you to put her in that bubble of comfort. I've experienced it. Help her too. In the name above every name, amen and amen.
1: And it's time for you to stand up. Stand up in your home. Yes. Stand up with the demons going after your children and grandchildren. Yes. It's time for you. Do you know how much authority you have in yes. your home? Do you know how much authority you have in the name of Jesus? Do you know how much authority you have in the blood? So stop just feeling sorry for yes. yourself and moaning and groaning, but stand up like Billy
3: just did.
1: It's time to take over your home yes, it in is. Jesus' yes, it name. Is. Yes it is. Yes it
2: is. That's the truth.
3: The world seems to be out of control. Terrorism, disease, economic turmoil on the horizon. Morality sinking faster than ever in the history of the United States. Our youth turning from the Lord. But God is not caught by surprise. 2000 years ago, he gave us all authority over stealing, killing, and destruction through his precious blood. Today, few Christians understand the mystery of the power of the blood that makes demons tremble. Billy Brim wants to teach you how to walk in God's authority and supernatural power and to come under the protection of the blood of Jesus, where there is supernatural safety and victory over the forces of darkness. By learning how to plead the blood of Jesus over your property, possessions and family, you can put your anxiety to rest. Call now and get Billy Brim's powerful book, The Blood and the Glory, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set and mini book, The Authority of the Believer, and How to Use It, yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9399. In Billy Brim's powerful book, The Blood and the Glory, she shares that Satan has systematically tried to rob from the church the truth concerning the blood of Jesus and its potent power as a primary weapon against Satan. She discovered that the old-time Azusa Street believers who moved in signs, wonders and miracles understood the power of the blood. Through her book, you will understand that as a believer, you are marked by a covering that no evil force can remove, the blood of Jesus. You will learn how to apply the blood of Jesus to every situation you are facing, draw a bloodline around your property, possessions and family so you can put the enemy to rest, maintain victory in every area of your life through the blood of Jesus every moment of the day.
2: Everything we have is based on the blood, the shed blood of Jesus Christ our covenant, our protection. The old timers used to plead the blood. They knew things about the blood we don't know.
3: Plus, you will receive Billy Brim's anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, The Authority of the Believer and How to Use It. Through this practical and simple teaching, Billy will help equip you to resist the enemy and understand your authority as a believer to operate with the supernatural power of heavenly realms in a position at the right hand of the Father in and through Jesus the Messiah. You will also receive Billy's mini book, which is a practical how-to manual for doing ministry with authority on earth. Inside these pages, Billy teaches you the greatest prayers to declare to cause you to walk in the authority of the believer every day. She even includes personalized prayer, which you can pray over yourself and others.
1: I'm going to tell you, you won't be able to put this book down, The Blood and the Glory, and then the three CD set, The Authority of the Believer and How to Use It. And then we had Billy put together a special mini book called The Authority of the Believer and How to Use It. These nuggets, I'm going to tell you, it's going to change your life. If I could give them to you free, I would do it, because I know what a difference it's going to make on you, your family, and your future.
3: Don't miss out on getting Billy Brim's powerful book, The Blood and the Glory, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set and mini-book, The Authority of the Believer and How to Use It, yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9399. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9399 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. Next
1: week on It's Supernatural! My guest has a gift from God to increase your ability in hearing God's voice. He prayed and immediately his hearing of God's voice just skyrocketed. Anyone want your hearing of God's voice?